All right, all right. Good morning and, and good afternoon. And good afternoon for those who are international waters. Yes, sir. Uh, this is Johan. This is your boy O Oscar. Oh my God. <laughs> what were you gonna say? <laughs> Nothing. That's exactly what I wanted to say. Uh, okay. And uh, you're listening to Staying Comfortable. Uh, it's a pleasure to have y'all here with us, as always. Again, your favorite podcast. If it isn't yet, it definitely will be soon. It definitely should be your favorite podcast. If not, you're sleeping on. That's us. a fact. Sleeping. But uh, yo, how 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 has your week been, bro? What's today? Friday. Today's Friday. My week has been. My week has been good. I can't really complain. I shouldn't complain. God is good. Um, my days off have been good as well. The gym has been excellent, by the way. The what about has, your week? The gym has been excellent. Listen, I've, I've had a, a long week. It's one of those weeks that just don't end. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's, it's ending soon, though. It's like it's Friday today, but I'm not sure if I'm working tomorrow, which I don't know what the whole thing was with that. But I hope you don't. But, bro, last night I went to the gym just so I could record here with you in the morning. That's dedication. I just want you to know. That's dedication. And discipline. But, man, I'm beat. I ain't going to let him slide, though. He was late anyway. Yeah. So so tell me how I was late to my own home, to my own house. I told him, you'll be here today at 9. And this man texts me at 841. Is anyone awake? Because he knows. He knows. Nope. Is anyone awake? Funny thing is I woke up 30 minutes before he sent that. But I'm like, eh, I got time. Nope. This man said the alarm failed me. I'm like, nah, the alarm did his job. Yeah, the alarm did his job. I failed it. But uh but yeah, man, it's it's a pleasure to have you here as always. And as usual, I always want to talk about something that a lot of men don't like talking about because it makes them feel like they're uh inferior. Hold on though, because I have a I have a question though. You got a question? I always got a question for like oh, to begin the podcast. Oh, okay. You, kinda, you know what? Just kind of get the pot stirring. Re- and I, I'll reel it back. I'll reel it back. Take it over, bro. And for the ones that are on the live, you know, we would love to see your replies on this. Um, So I had a friend not too long ago, maybe a few months back. He was on a date with his girl. They went to a bar. And, you know, bars tend to have security guards or just somebody to make sure that everything's cordial. Right. And uh, the security guard had apparently grabbed my friend's girl in a rather aggressive manner and she snapped and he was kind he's he's not notorious for being a fighter okay i love you bro he's not notorious <laughs> for being a fighter but she was upset at him because he she felt like he should have done something at that time at that moment but the, the security guard was just doing his job in reality he was just checking to make sure that there was no weapons there was no you know there was nothing illegal that was not supposed to be. Wait, so, wait. So did he grab her aggressively or not? No, no. He kind of just she was. They were going into the bar, into the door. And oh, he then kinda, he like stopped her. Yeah, like, he kind of just stopped her and put okay. like his hand, he, you know, physical contact. He put his hand on her and kind of pushed her a little bit back. Okay. And my friend reacted in a way surprised, but then when he realized that it was the security guard for the, from the bar, he was kind of like his guard went down. He's like, okay, he's just doing his job. But his girl was like, no, you should have defended me. You should have said something. Yada yada. So he wanted to know if he was like in the wrong, if he should have done something or to please his girl, I figured. Are they still together? Yes, sir. All right. Because I want to choose my words. <laughs> I want to make sure I, I don't. He gave me permission to speak on it. So I made sure that I got that approved. Okay. All right. Um, First and foremost, this is a whole security guard. 
Yeah. Their intention was to go out and have a good night. Right? Any sort of rapid reaction against her or against a security guard might have ended up in a bad in in a bad way. And I'm saying he's with all due respect, he's not a fighter. So imagine so Brother, neither am I. Neither are you to some sense. I, I I won't back down. Like if I if I got a fight, I'll fight. However, let me ask have you ever gotten your ass beat, bro? No. I have. Multiple times. <laughs> By it, your brother? No, no. Growing up in DR, it's the Wild West, bro. It's like I I got a few under my belt and other people have claimed me, you know. So it's it's a it's a toss up. I've won a few fights. I'm not gonna say I can't fight. However, it is never <laughs> It is never a situation you want to be in. Nobody's like, yeah, I want to fight. I want to be doing this right now. Because it ruins the whole night. If Let's say that he would have said something. What are you, What happens after that? Let's say that your man gets his ass beat in front of you. What happens after that? See, and, and, that, and that's the thing. Like, there's, well, there's girls who might be like, oh, who might look at you a little different after that. Yeah. And the, the way I responded to him was like, you know what? If I had to fight somebody to protect the honor and pride of my relationship and my girl. Yeah. I would, but if there's also a means that it can be communicated, because at the end of the day, I just had to look at my man's shirt and see that it says security guard and be just, you know, bro, I didn't like the way you apprehended my my girl. That's true. You know, that's all it took. That's true. Uh, Crystal Pareda, which is Manny's wife. (laughs) It's funny that we're talking to Manny about this. Uh, Crystal says, this is based off of one perspective. This situation has three perspectives, which is true. It has the the girl's perspective, yeah, his perspective, and the security, security guard's, guard's perspective. perspective. Which which, if you think about it, that man was just doing his job, probably in reality. And hopefully, and hopefully, he didn't really. He was probably unbothered. He probably deals with a lot worse things every night. That's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe that was like the straw for him. Maybe he had already had apprehended a few people, had to deal with a few knuckleheads, and he's like, oh gosh, here's people trying to sneak into the bar. Yeah, but but then but then uh, let's see. Somebody said, the security guard should have communicated to her that he needed to check her first. Listen, listen, I I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Sometimes it's really, uh, if you've ever been to a club, it's right. really touch and goes like really quick. Like things are just happening. Yeah, yeah. You know, people coming in, people going out. And your um, your job is to take care of. Of the people that are inside, you are to, the protection and the safety that goes on inside is your responsibility. Yeah. So you're probably just going really quick with it. However, if the main question is, if the main, let's assume because again we're, we're always going off of assumptions. If the main question is, should he have he should he have done something? I don't think so. I agree. I don't think so. I don't think because, again, the assumption is that he was not aggressive, that he was just doing his job and that she just felt a, cer- a certain type of way. Because mm-hmm. let's be honest, not every man likes not every woman likes to be touched like that. Even if it's, right. even if it's a, what a, like a safety screening doesn't matter. That can be triggering for a lot of women. Yeah. Because you never know what she went through. You know, that's another thing. You need to ask yourself, what has she been through that caused her to react like that when a man touched her like that? Exactly. But it, it's it's definitely, it is definitely not a, re- a reason 
to um to act like just oh well like you touch my girl i guess we got to fight now. now we got to scrap that that don't work like that no and i mean i think also just a lot of women see their men as you know and as they should some type of knight in shining armor and right. that's all right but at the same at the same time a woman should know when she should also help her man avoid a situation that shouldn't that shouldn't be you know led up to a certain extent of violence right because if you if you're a woman and you know you're and you see let's say a security guard six foot two fifty muscle like you also want to protect your man and also within the understanding of making him understand and realize that babe it's okay you're not soft I don't think you're soft for mm-hmm. not in, engaging bro you know to a certain extent to a certain extent a good woman will actively avoid you having to go through that. Exactly. Like, she will make sure that you do not go through that. Hey, babe, listen, lock lock in. We out of here. We're walking away. Here's the way that I would have done it, because let's say that it wasn't the security guard, right? Let's say that let's say that it was, I don't know, uh, inside the bar, and somebody's being slightly disrespectful to my wife, mm-hmm. right? And even then, I would be like, hey, listen, you're being disrespectful to my wife. That's enough. Got to cut it out now. And if you persist to be disrespectful, then that is when I say, okay, we're walking away because obviously I can't reason with you. And See, at that, at that point, in that scenario, I might engage a little bit just because it's just another person like me. Like he's in here to, quote unquote, have fun. You're not right. doing your job. You're just bluntly being annoying. Yeah, exactly. But then, but I feel like that's a situation where you would actually get into a fight. Yeah. You know? And I, I, I just need you to understand, uh, to, to the friend who asked the question, you did, I feel like you did the right thing by not escalating the situation. Because let me tell you something, bro. This is not something that men hear. This is not something that uh, we, we are encouraged to do. Right? We need to be emotionally mature we need to have some sort of grounding that 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 holds us down that does not let us just lash out because that's something that men do just because you know that's just that's something that men just do you know so if we go ahead and take care of ourselves first be quiet a little bit assess the situation make sure that our action is not going to put her in even more danger because what happens if you actually do something and now you get knocked out and she's next <laughs> what what happens then <laughs> yeah boys just go home in shame and then she gonna still be like oh you let me get knocked out like yeah i was busy being i was put to sleep too did you not see that <laughs> I, I was sleeping first than you were like you woke me up yeah. And it's like the 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 mere thought that there's woman out there that would gladly put their man in a dangerous situation and they get off of that. They're like, "Oh yeah, my man protects me. My man can put any it's like they be go, they be they be going around like by when they're by themselves talking crazy. Exactly. Like, don't disrespect me. You know who my man is, bro. And then and then when they get into a fight, they want to run away. Like, no, 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 no. This is your fight. We're, you were talking real big. Or, yeah, a I wasn't even around. Man, I, I feel like you. This is for children. Like, if you are a woman or a man, for that matter, that wants to actively put your your significant other 
in dangerous situations because here's the thing my priority as a man is to protect my wife and that means knowing when to walk away because i would rather because this is not something that my wife would do she'd be the one to be like nope we're leaving she wouldn't even let me say yo that's enough she's like nope we're out of here because she also protects me she also protects me but my wife if it ever got to that situation she'd be the first one to say listen i don't want to do this this is not a safe situation for my husband to be in it's certainly not a safe situation for me to be in so how about we just go somewhere else let's do something different yeah but imagine imagine me lashing out oh you talking real big what you doing bro huh and then boom the the, the fists fighting in people's faces uh the the guy just fighting and then at the end of it, well, you just let him beat you like that? Yeah. I thought I was with, was with a real man. Then it's an argument. Then it's an argument. And then, and then you are sitting in a car arguing with a woman who put you in a dangerous situation. You have a black eye and she sees, she sees you as less of a man. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely a, a, a maturity type of situation. Mm-hmm. But... Listen, I'm going to tell you something right now. Fighting, if you didn't do that when you were a kid, I don't suggest you start doing it now. Yeah, it's a grown man business. It is. Because you're like going to get your ass beat. Yeah. And that's not something that we want to do. My, my biggest thing is we have, to, we have to assess every situation from a mature perspective. In high school, I would have understood because you're a high school kid. Right, high school kids are full with testosterone, full with adrenaline, pride, fighting, and and, and and all that. But we old now. We old. We are grown men. We're grown women. And I hope, woman. I hope the woman listening to this. I hope that you are actively protecting your husband as much as he's protecting you. Because the the thing is, we go off of servitude based relationships. I serve you. You serve me. And that does not mean that you're my slave. It means that we take care of each other. So if you're not taking care of me, why would you expect me to put myself in danger for you? So go we, ahead. We got to take care of a boy in the in the comment section. Yeah. Uh, you can keep talking. I'm going to block him real quick. Yeah, we got to take care of old boy. So... On this episode, we're going to be discussing a few topics as well and answering a few questions. And um, one of the topics of discussions is insecurities. And insecurities is something that we all have. We all tend to sometimes even make our, our make that our own identities. And it's not good because we can't we can't live like that. We can't live, you know, we can't live based off our insecurities. And then we just transfer that over to other people around us. So we're going to be discussing our own insecurities. And if you guys feel free, the ones that are in the live, you guys can also amongst yourselves feel like, you know, this is a safe place to speak about. You know, we took care of a distraction that was there. Yeah. So we want to make sure this is a judge free zone and, and there's no harassment going around. Precisely. And, you know, uh, I just want to say this. It's weird that we're talking about this on the recording because this is uh, referring to the live that's happening right now. Yeah. Uh, we we want this to be, like Oscar said, a judgment-free zone. Safe space. Opinions are welcome. Don't get me wrong. Disagreements and opinions but are, are encouraged. But if you're just going to be, like, you know, in the comments trolling and all that, it creates engagement for me, but that's not good for the community. So he was saying that we're destroying the community. That is a person that's destroying the community. But with that being said, let me ask you the question now. Okay. 
what is something that you were insecure about that you're not secure about anymore? And what is an insecurity that you currently have? Like in terms of a relationship or myself? Either or. Um, what is something that I used to be insecure about? Yeah. Uh, I was very jealous. Okay. Which is normal, but my like I was the type of person that I would I would I would be jealous towards my like just people that like my 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 girl's family for example. Right. In the Dominican culture, is very known that when you're at a get together, family amongst each other, you know, they dance and you know, and thus Spanish people can be a bit touchy sometimes, and that used to make me feel a bit uncomfortable because I would see my girl dancing, you know, whatever song with a family member innocently, and that would that would do something in me that I'm like, yo. I'll, I'm mad now I'm mad and I'm upset yo <laughs> let me just put this out there if you are somebody that wants to go to the Dominican Republic with your girl with your man and you are not familiar with Dominican culture they will pull your man and they will pull your girl to dance and that is normal they will pull them to, to the dance floor and a lot of people are going to find that weird, but that's just how we do it. That's just how it goes. So I remember this particular instinct. I remember I was uh, I was in DR with my with my wife, and we were at her sister's graduation, big party at the school, and there was music playing. And her older brother, I think he's older, I don't remember, he invited her to dance. And that day, I'm not going to lie, I had a little bit of alcohol in me. Okay. So as I was, it wasn't, and it wasn't a good night either. Like, I was just in my head a lot. And I was seeing her dance with her brother and it's just her brother right and i wish is i was very pissed inside i was just mad about the situation but then i would think i was also mad at myself because i'm like damn aren't you more open enough to invite her to dance man you know i can see myself like back like back in the day obviously not mm-hmm. anymore but i could see myself becoming jealous about that too but you you think that like before because again th- this is the insecurity that you got over was it more like other men interacting with your wife type of situation or the fact that it wasn't you and it was another guy doing it i think in that situation it was both but overall i think that translates to also like when i was younger physical insecurities and in my opinion i think my wife is a dime i think she's a 10 out of 10 so Ooh. sometimes Sometimes I love it. Yeah, can I just say I love it when men flaunt their wives, like when they gas them up. And sometimes, no, 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 gas her up a little bit more. Keep going, keep going. You know you want to. <laughs> she knows she a ten out of she ten. She knows she a ten, she but know. she wants you to say it though. No, nah, she a ten out of ten. She, she a ten out of ten. She look good. All right, I'm not gonna lie. Jomi, you heard that here, all right? Ten and, out of ten. And um, and yeah, so and that translated to like, damn, like how can I, like, did I really pull this girl, or or you know, like, am I still? You know, I'm sure, whatever. And sometimes that insecurity just gets to you and you think any guy might just be able to come along and take her. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I feel like uh, that's a, what is it? A conqueror mentality? Because um, the way that we see our wives, which to some degree, in my opinion, might be a little bit wrong, but we're men and men do that. It's the whole... I see, I want, I conquer, mm-hmm. right? Not saying that women are objects before y'all start flaming me. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is just like a woman sees a man that they want in their lives, we see a woman that we want in our lives. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, 
Exactly. 14 said it best. We become territorial. Yeah. Territorial. Uh, but to some point, that can translate into a pers- uh, protection thing. Like, we want to make sure that they're safe. We want to make sure that nobody can come between us because guess what? That happens. Because we feel like we're the only ones who really can do the good, a good job of protecting her. Exactly. Even though we know that sometimes we suck. We know yeah. that sometimes we can fail. We're just being open and honest here. We know that sometimes we can go ahead and drop the ball very heavily. But at the same time, it's like, dang, we acknowledge when a man looks is bigger than us, when a man is stronger than us and better looking, which, yes, men admit that there's better looking men. Obviously, that's not a thing. We just don't call them like cute or anything. Yeah, we, I mean, bro, I've seen some beautiful men. Hold on. I've seen some really good looking men. I'm like, damn, I get it. Yeah, I'll say yeah. something like that. I'll be, yeah. like, be like, I get it. Or, or he gets a lot of... Exactly, exactly. You know. But then we see another man, and then that triggers an insecurity because in our primal sense, we're like, he has every chance of proving to her that he's a better fit than I am. Yeah. But we don't consider the aspect of that she's no longer looking. She found what she wants. Exactly. Because it's, it, it becomes... It, 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 I feel like as a relationship evolves, it becomes less physical and more emotional. Mm-hmm. It's like, sure, you can probably fight a man going for a circle, full circle with a conversation. You can probably do this, this, and that, but I don't have the connection with you that I have with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we forget that connection in the moment that our insecurities are triggered. That's 100% true because many times, and and you know, sometimes... Sometimes they say during a breakup, you break up with somebody who you've had a long, uh, like a long relationship with. And then you try to find that same emotional attachment with somebody new. And then you just end up kind of, you know, you kind of just end up forcing the situation because you really don't feel the same way. You might see that uh, that new person physically more attractive. Mm -hmm. And then in the beginning, everything might be like butterflies and, you know, rainbows. Yeah. But then the connection still isn't there because that person, you don't get that person. You don't have that compatibility and you didn't build the chemistry. Precisely. So I I feel like a big part of overcoming insecurity is taking a step back, Mm -hmm. you know, taking a step back, looking. uh, I feel like I've said this a lot and that might be the title of this podcast, assess the situation. Mm-hmm. Take a step back, assess what's going on around you. Make sure that you are not being an idiot because that's a really good way to embarrass yourself. It's like, Hey, nothing was going on. We were just having a good time. Yeah. It was, again, it's like one of these things. If, if you're like constantly, you know, texting another dude or you know you're constantly on the phone with him mm-hmm. and i you know you know specifically that i don't like it when you're on the phone with another man because you don't like it when i'm on the phone with another woman right. hello double standards and we hmm. try to keep each other accountable to what we're doing that's a whole different situation but if it's like again we're out in a resort and somebody pulls you to dance that is the culture that's going on in that place exactly. the same thing like if somebody sends like I don't, I've never been in this situation, and I, I hope to never be because I don't like going like to bars and stuff. But if I'm ever at a bar with my wife and somebody sends her drinks, bro, you sent us drinks. Keep, keep them coming. I'm drinking. I don't care about this. Like You can keep them coming because you see that she's here with me, so that's not going to make me feel any type of way. I'm going to look at you and raise my glass. Exactly. And guess what? If he's a man of, of honor, people are like, oh, he'll raise his glass too. Exactly. That's it. And it, like I said, back to the jealousy thing, it's just, it, it wasn't extreme when I was a lot younger. Because I remember, like, again, another story. I remember one day I was working in the warehouse that we were working together. And she was working with an elderly man. And from a distance, I would just see her cracking up, laughing, like, ha, 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 and everything. And I'm like, 
like she must be with Kevin Hart over there because like she's over there laughing, having a good old time. And then again, like you said, you make yourself look like an idiot because I tried, you know, I was like, yo, this is bothering me, yada, yada. And she's like, this guy can be my dad. Precisely. We we ignore any possible cues of this is not a bad thing. We ignore their age. We ignore it. Shoot. Some, I know some men who get triggered because a gay man pulled their girl to dance. Like, bro, what are you mad about? You know what's even crazier? What? A lot of men get triggered by their own kids. What? In the sense of like, and this probably happens to a lot of people who are parents where they have their first child. And obviously the mothers have that motherly instinct to the point that they give the child more attention than they give the husband. Hmm. It happens. And then the husband feels left out because, dang, where's mine? And not in a child way, but it's kind of like, now I'm not getting attention. And now everything's baby, baby, baby. Now, I see, this is where I feel like I lose a lot of people, right? I do believe that there's an order that mm-hmm. should be followed in the house. Mm-hmm. Your marriage comes before everything. Like, first God, then your marriage, then your kids, then your parents. It's not saying that you're going to love one more than the other. Right. You, you you don't even love them the same. There's different types of love to go around. But there is an order. Because here's the thing. If you are insecure about... No, I'm, again, I'm just going to put this out there. If you're insecure about your wife or your husband giving attention to your kids... Not insecure jealousy. That's what we're talking that, about. I, I feel like that's an insecurity. Mm. That's insecurity. Why are you jealous that a kid is getting attention from her? Like... He's a child. They need attention. Not just hers. They need your attention, too. Yeah. What are you doing? Usually, it's more in the sexual aspect. Like, damn, we have this child now. Now, we we don't have sex as much, you know. Okay, but but that's a whole different thing. That's, yeah, yeah. He's feeling neglected. Yeah. And to some degree, he has a right to feel neglected. But mm-hmm. guess what? He's also neglecting her. And he's also an adult. He needs to understand that there's a new there's a new life. There's somebody new living with, amongst you guys who needs. This is the time that they it needs, you know, it's. To get take to get taken care of. Exactly, exactly. But here's the thing. Here's a recommendation that was given to me by somebody who's been through it. Okay. If you establish a, a healthy order of things, God, spouse, children, parents, in that order, in that order. If you are somebody who does that, you will reap good benefits. Because here's the thing. Let's say that you that everything is out of order. Which, by the way, when we have our priorities out of order, every bad thing seems like a good idea. Mm-hmm. But let's say that everything is out of order. Let's say that your parents come first, then your man, then your girl, then it's your kids, and then at the end, it's you. And that sounds like a wild-ass order. It's not right. You know why? Oh, my kids come before everything. Okay. So what your kids are going to see is a man who's neglected by his wife or a wife that's neglected by her man. She's They're going to grow up and they're going to think that this is normal. A thousand percent. They're going to think that this is how men should treat women and how women should treat men. But if you put things how they should be, your kids are going to see a healthy relationship between mom and dad. They take care of each other. They honor God. Exactly. And the harmony, this is this is why I, I am so keen on this. The harmony that mom and dad have between them, the teamwork that they have, mm-hmm. seamlessly and effortlessly passes on to us. When it take when it comes time to taking care of us, they don't fight about who has to change the diaper. Yep. No. They fight about let's get it done. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'll, I'll, I'll take it off your hands, babe. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Because they took care of each other. 
Because yep. guess what? They were there first before the kid was. And that's a fact. They were taking care of each other before they was taking care of a third, you know, person. Yeah. And somebody asked a question here again. Uh, we're not really going to be interacting with the live that much, but good question. What about single moms dating a man? Wait, wait. What about a single mom dating and then marrying that person? Before you're married, the kid is first. After you're married, your husband is first. And something something that I, I saw not too long ago, and it said that a lot of women, a lot of single women, um, they look more for husband than they look for fathers. Whoa. So it's kind of, and I get it, and I don't want to call anybody selfish for doing that because, you know, it is your love life, and that's a whole different thing from than being a parent. But some women and some men look for a good husband instead of a good father. You, as single as a single parent, one of the first things as priority, obviously, should be your child, and you should see how this other person interacts with your child and how they are with kids because you never know. That's true. That's true. You just never know. In this crazy world, there's a lot of there's a lot of things going on with with children that we gotta be aware of. We gotta we gotta be protective. Yeah. And one thing that that that, that I learned is as as a man pursuing a, a single a single mom, you wanna always and it's not a way to get ahead of the in the race, but it's always you wanna you wanna have the child fall in love with you before the mother falls in love with you. Type of mentality. That is true. Kinda like the way to her heart is through her child. And it's not manipulation, and it's not you kind of just finding your way into her panties. But it's kind of just, you got to understand that she is a mother and that, you know. You know what? I feel like you see those men that on their wedding day, they, you know, turn to the kid and say, oh, you know, I also want to adopt you if you would have me, Mm -hmm. you know, because I want to be. I want to be your father just as much as I want to be her wife. Her, His, yeah, you know, her husband. Her husband. Yes. And to me, that gets me every single time mm-hmm. because it's like, damn, this is a man who is not only committing to one woman but to a, but to children too. Yeah. Committing to raising them as though they're 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 their his own. own. And and I have seen a lot of stepfathers be way better dads than their than the, kid, real, than dads. the real dads were. Yeah. Stepfathers who step up to the plate, provide for them, give them their their last name, and do not question that legitimacy, uh, legitimacy at all. And they if, don't question. And me. if you're a stepdad or a stepmom, we salute you 100 percent here. For real. And if if you're somebody who owned up to the fact that these are not your kids, but mm-hmm. now they are your kids. Yep. Man, you made. You, you, listen, you and have it, no idea the impact that you have on that kid's life. Yeah. Because now you're teaching them. That commitment goes along a, a lot further than just oh you're my kid. Yeah, that's gonna be a kid, a, a, a woman or a man that's gonna grow up, and is not gonna be afraid of commitment. Exactly, that's what it is. So, uh, going back to the insecurity aspect of this question, you're saying, uh, let's say that your insecurity was being a little bit territorial. Yeah. So, the way I feel like. The way that I feel like I have matured from that is obviously just maturing and also understanding, you know, having that conversation and my wife showing me how much she really actually does love me and giving me that sense of security that like I'm not going nowhere. Okay, so that's that's good. I feel like when we like, you know, calm down and our wives or your husbands let you know, hey, listen, again, being a safe partner, being a safe husband, Mm -hmm. like acknowledging the insecurity not coddling it, not enabling it, but acknowledging it and say, hey, listen, 
I understand why you're like this, but I just need you to believe me now. Listen to me and mm-hmm. let you know I'm not going anywhere. I chose you. I chose you. We're having a good time, mm-hmm. you know, and and I just, you know, I hope that we learn that our jealousy can sometimes ruin a good thing. Exactly. So your turn, buddy. <laughs> well, one of my insecurities that I used to have is not a secret to anyone. My height. Well, mm. a lot of people can't tell this, but I'm not a tall man. <laughs> I'm not a tall person. I never was. And throughout my whole life, I've actually. Uh, I'm just laughing at how you said it, though. I'm not laughing. No, I, I'm short, too. So I don't care. Honestly, it doesn't really matter. Short kings. But um, I remember throughout my whole life, it's always been the thing that's always been made very clear to me. You're not tall. You're not a tall person. Since a young kid, I'm like, I'm a child. Like, I'm not supposed to be tall. What are you, what yeah. are you talking about? But but it, it was like, I remember, I don't know. I, I was just talking to to a teacher. I was in, like, third grade. And I remember an episode of SpongeBob came out, and it was, like, all tall, dark, and handsome. And I was like, hmm, I would like to be tall, dark, and handsome. Cause I, and, and then my teacher said, my teacher said. <laughs> she inflamed you. She said, you're definitely going to be dark and handsome. Damn. I don't know about tall. Damn. Bro. I wish you would have grown to be like 6'5 and then just bro. pulled up on her. Now, you know what? I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I didn't because this is who I am. This is me. You know, it's funny because I'll be saying all the time, I'm like, damn, if I was 6'5, I wouldn't talk to nobody. And then someone always says, that's why God ain't make you 6'5. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yo, that's true. I feel like 6'5 is a little bit too tall, though. Yeah. But you know what? I will say this. If I had the option, I'm going to be very honest about this. If I had the option of being taller, Sure, for one reason. It's a lot easier to buy clothes when you're taller. You always wanted a dunk. I never wanted a dunk. You used to say, I want a dunk. I mean, yeah, like, who doesn't say that they don't want a dunk? That was just, I don't know, but it's not something that I'm like, oh, I wish I was taller. I, I'm not brooding over the fact that I'm not a tall person. I think, you know, and that, and and that's that's important as a man. You know, you like we all have insecurities, and it's important to always find that person who who doesn't look at your insecurities as some type of weakness, but they, you know, they build on top of that. Yeah. And uh, again. And you yourself, like, you know, it's good to just value your insecurities. Like, this is who I am, you know. Exactly. And and here's the thing. You know how I find it weird how so many men make the fact that they're six foot two their personality. Yeah. Like, why do you have your height on your Instagram bio? They're trying to attract the women that be on their bio like, I need a 6'2 man. And then this is where I go. The type of woman that you would attract solely based off of your height is not a woman that you want to tie yourself up to in the future. Unless you're not trying to tie yourself up to anyone and you're just out here being a hoe. Yeah, I think. Go ahead. No, it's just that, like. Men, we have to realize that there's so much more within us than just our physical attributes or the money in our pockets. That's true. That's true. Because unfortunately, we live in a world where you ask many women, what do you look for in a man? And it's either how much they make, Mm -hmm. what they do for a living. Yeah. And basically, like things like if they have any kids or, you know, what how much money they have and et cetera. It's never it's never what are your goals in life? What's your origin story? Why are you how you are? You know, things of that nature. I feel like it just goes so much. It should go much beyond that. 
and that's how the real connections are made. Exactly. Like if 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 we had the capacity of sitting down, looking at a person, and ignoring what they look like, mm-hmm. and going to what they think like, what how are their you know what's inside? I feel like we would see a lot more successful relationships, a lot more, and we would see a lot less. Oh, I never loved you, or I I don't think I love you anymore, or blah blah blah, bro. You you never sat down to develop a relationship. You saw big boobs, a big butt, and, and that's what you went after. You saw a big man, and you thought that there was other big things, and that's all you went after. And, you know, those are all, unfortunately, those are temporary things, no matter how. Because guess what? The tallest men you know eventually are going to be the same height as everyone else. Yeah. Six feet under. That's why I recommend, like, when you, when you for the men, who, when you are after a, a woman, and on a first date, don't take her out for dinner. Take her out, do something fun, do something fun, cause in 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 those in those atmospheres is when you kind of see more of somebody's true color. When you take a female out to dinner, that gives them prep time to be who they want to to be who they think you want them to be. You know, I saw the funniest thing talking about that. It's like on the first date, I don't want to go out to eat with you. This is a woman speaking. I want to go to an escape room. Yes, I want to. I- Let's see how you handle pressure. Let's see how you handle pressure. I want to see if you're going to call me a bitch under pressure. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, yo, that's too Exactly. Much. Let's see how you handle problem solving. Exactly. Bro, I'm nasty at escape rooms, though. I'm nasty. I remember we went to Florida with this man. I, I want y'all to know. I'm going to put you on blast right now. We went to Florida with this man. My brother, his wife. No. My, listen. Listen. We went to an escape room. And he sat in the car. He's like, I am not going in there because I'll be damned if a, if, if a psycho clown jumps at me. Bro, because I really my, I had the misconception that escape room was like a haunted house type of thing. And I don't do scary. Yeah. But here's the thing. It wasn't that scary. It wasn't that scary. In Texas. Whatever, bro. In Texas, when, me, when Carmen and I went to Texas uh, in the spring, we went to a really nice escape room. It wasn't scary at all. It was. It was really nice. It was... Mental. It was a murder scene. That's what it was. Not scary. Solved the murder. That's all it was. Yeah, I was gonna die in there. There was That's there was a was. bunch of them. There was a bunch of them. But you know what it is? Y'all have to understand that first dates and first impressions are crucial. I'm gonna give you a tip that I heard. First impressions. This has nothing to do with my security, by the way. It just came to my mind. I want to put it out there for all the men listening. Thank you, Holy Spirit. When you're walking into a room, always adjust your posture. Always readjust your posture because when you're walking into a room, that's your chance to make a good first impression. And if your posture is good, that gives you a better first impression. That's that's science right there, man. That is science. And you see, like if my if I would have taken my girl to to like a escape room, just an example to keep, you know, she would have known that I'm not very good at problem solving. But the, all right. But this is, is are you talking about the first date? Or? Yeah, I'm talking about the first date. Okay, but I feel like you don't. Granted, I'm older now. I'm more mature. You don't go to an escape room. I know on a first to date to yeah, like, oh, to, let's see if there's men. No, no, I know you gotta have fun. Yeah, but when you go on a first date, you you take you go home and you you have take you you, you think I'm like, okay, how did he do this? How did that person do that? Like, you go home and you're not just gonna forget about the first date and the impressions. Exactly, but then you know, it's all about obviously you have to know what type of person you're going out with. Yeah, you know. But I'm saying, out for dinner, eh, Six Flags, now there's something. There you go. There's something that I would do. I'm scared of roller coasters. Oh, my God. Basically, 
you know what? Good thing you're married. Uh, 14 actually said something, which is very true. Uh, did you see that one video of a girl mad because the guy wanted to take her out on an ice cream date? The girl was mad? Yeah. No, I did not see that video. Bro, This she was, she was offended. Called this man broke. Broke. Like, oh, if you just broke, say, if you broke, just say that. Because he wanted to take her out on an ice cream date. Let me tell you something, man. And I'm going to and again, kudos to my wife. For the first three months of us dating, we walked everywhere. Because y'all had no whip. Because we had no car. And I starved a lot because I didn't have money for food. And she was working at the time, and I wasn't because I was still underage. You know how many times I've started, she said, oh, see, and this is why sometimes men and pride and ego isn't good for you. So she'd be like, oh, you want something to eat? I'm the man. I don't have money. I need to be asking you that. No, I yeah. don't want anything to eat. Whole time, my whole stomach was grumbling. Bro. You and, and, and and you're upset because your man took is taking you to buy ice cream rather than. No, 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 no suggested because this is like on tinder right okay it's on tinder but even so i I consider this to be the same thing oh he wants the first day to be an ice cream date she wanted to go to this five-star restaurant she wanted to make i think her excuse was i need to make sure that a man is willing to spend on me and whatever and i'm like you have to understand that you do not know this man and he does not know you so you're you are demanding demanding that this man spent break the bank to take you out to eat some food what are you doing that's on the a first date? that's a red flag what do you no 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 it is a red flag but let me but let's take it what what are you doing on the first date are you the prize are you the, the oh here i am bro those women make it nowhere in life nowhere however However, if you're a man and you're willing to do that for a woman, I need you to understand that you're putting yourself at risk because you taking somebody out to eat, you know, spending. I have spent two hundred dollars in a restaurant. Me on your wife, though, right? Yeah, on my wife. But imagine. I am coerced into taking a woman that I do not know to a restaurant that's going to cost me two hundred dollars. You see, and that leads to what we talked about last episode, the unhealthy expectations. Exactly. Expecting. Way too much off of something that you should probably lower your expectations. Bro, $200, many people do not make that in a day. In this economy. In a day, $200. And and this was back when, this was before it hit. Yeah. This is back when $200 would get me a good, a really good meal. Like mm-hmm. like with the fire and, the, and everything, bro. But my question is, and again, we deviated this. <laughs> but if you are demanding... Vice versa, well, man and woman, too, because these men nowadays, I don't even know, bro. But if you're demanding that a, a man take you out to eat to wherever you want, he was the one who asked you out to an ice cream date. Bro, go get the ice cream because, you know, you don't know where he was going to take you after that. Mm-hmm. You don't know what his plan was after that. It was so cringy, bro. I, I swear to God. And what, what really pisses me off is the woman in the comment section. They was probably agreeing with her. It was 50-50. Okay. Shouldn't have been 50-50. No, it should have because been. Because under no circumstance should 50% of the, of the comment section be supporting this delusion. Have you, do you know who the Sprinkle Sprinkle woman is? 
I saw you make a video, but I don't know who that is. Bro, it's, it's this woman who, again, I understand she's not a fine, uh, a relationship advice or a coach, or whatever, but she, she says that she's a financial coach. She says you should not work. Women should not work. A man should be willing to pay all your bills. A man should be willing to do this, this, and that. And I agree to his wife. Mm-hmm. Not to a girlfriend, not to a woman that you just met. Mm-hmm. This woman has a philosophy that a man that you just met, if he wants to be with you, you're not going to waste my time. How many bills can you pay? No. Men, run. Please, please run. Just run. And not, and especially not to a woman who has, who doesn't have a promising future in her own right. Because I, why would I do that for somebody who in the future, if they ever got it, wouldn't do that for me? Man. I feel like the double standards have to stop. They been have to stop. The, the, the double standards have to stop. The double standards need to cease on both sides. Because guess what? If we, you know, when the double standards begin, when we lose respect for ourselves, when we're willing to compromise, right? when we're willing to compromise our character, but we're not willing to question the next person's character. That's what it is. Snapple facts. Now. That being said, I'm sorry we went off on that tangent. Regardless, what is the insecurity that you currently have, bro? That I currently have? Yeah. Would it be bad if I said I didn't feel like I had any? No. I mean, I don't think so. If you're a secure man, you're a secure man. I don't I don't think that being a secure man means that you don't have any insecurities. Right. I feel like being a secure man means you acknowledge your insecurities. You're working on them. I might just be going on a blank right now because I'm pretty sure I have them. Okay. So, I'll say mine. I'm insecure about my weight. I'm insecure about the way I, ma- I manage money. Okay, there you go. Go yeah. on. Yeah. Um, I'm a 26 year old man, and my money management is still not up to par to I guess what I sh- where it should be now in terms okay. of like saving and everything. And it's an insecurity because I feel embarrassed because I know guys who are younger than me who have a lot more saved up in the bank, for example, who have a lot more ventures going on. You know, they're getting into this, they're getting into that, real estate and all that good stuff. Right. And, you know, it's a bit of a insecurity, the fact that I'm a little older than them, and I'm like, damn, I'm kind of stuck in the same place almost. Okay, I see that. Um, so let's talk about that a little bit. Um, money management is not easy. Let's just put it that way. It is not. No. Especially when you're making X amount of money. You and gotta... especially if you come from a background of spenders. Exactly. And especially if being a saver was not instilled to you as a child mm-hmm. it was all credit cards and swiping yeah as a child and, and you debt. know what? i feel like it's not a money problem at at, at a certain point no because, because i've i've also been through the same thing money's right. just the tool it's kind of like saying you know who do you blame for killing somebody the gun or the shooter exactly it's 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 not a money problem it's a discipline problem mm-hmm. it's discipline it's it's being able to say no to yourself you say okay that you've had enough that's enough you're going to die. You're going to starve. Yeah. You or know? this money's not for that. Exactly. It's like, you know what this money's for. Mm-hmm. All the bills are paid. You ate out. You splurged a little. And you paid yourself, which is your savings. Mm-hmm. Why do we always think, I could take a little bit from the savings. Right. And then, when our little car breaks down, when we have a a, a leaky faucet that needs to be fixed. You and that faucet, man. Hey, Listen. I'm going to tell you something right now. <laughs> if you're a homeowner. It's always the faucet. It's always. No, it's always something. Yeah. It's always something, bro. It's like 
pisses me off. It's always something. <laughs> like I don't know why. Like we can can we just have a year in peace? What what, what was the last year? Did did my pipes freeze? I don't know, but saving. Oh my god! But here's the thing: I'm going where I'm going with that is savings are something that we have to take care of as men. Yeah. And if that's something that you're insecure about, what are you actively doing it? Uh, actively doing to take care of that? Well, since I'm since I'm not the best saver on my own, sometimes okay. you need to you need a third party. You need you need a helper. Yeah. So. What I'm doing is basically I have the like it's basically this thing where I give money to my mother and she saves it for me. Okay, that's good. Uh, Dominicans we call that unsan. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I I've always hated those things. I do hate them. I, I do hate them because it's kind of for those who don't know, it's kind of like a bill. You give weekly or biweekly an X amount of money to somebody for X amount of time, and then by the end of that, when that time runs out, you get all your money back, and then whichever it may be, two hundred fifty thousand, two thousand. Exactly. Here, for those who, of you who don't know how it works, this is why I hate them. Listen to how this works. It's like a money pool, right? Let's say there, that there's five people, right? And over the course of a year, each one of those five people are going to give $1,000, which means that in the pool, there's $5,000. Right. So at the beginning of the year, somebody gets $5,000, even if you've only given 100 Then... The next person gets a five thousand, and then the next person, and the next person. That's good if you want money quick and you don't want to get in debt. Yeah, right. But the thing about that is, I feel like that's just like, oh, this is money that I'm not seeing. Mm-hmm. Especially if I could, if I get the first pick. Yeah, it's like I get the five thousand in this, in January, and I'm paying this off until December. Yep. It's like nah, I'm I'm not with that. But you know what? Here's what I did because guess what? I was worse than you with money. Mm-hmm. I promise you, I was. Mm-hmm. I I can attest to the fact because i was there i was worse than you with money you know what saved me and my money situation my wife carmen before we got engaged she's like all right no i'm lying she wanted to be an accountant a little a little bit after we got engaged no this this is a little bit after we got engaged she was like listen uh i see your spending skills trash they're terrible and I'm talking about a woman who whose money management skills are top tier. I'm talking. She was able to fix me. That's how. That's how good it is. Again, she was going to school for being she an accountant. Going, exactly to be an accountant. And she's like, listen, if you're gonna be my husband, I need to make sure that you can take care of me. Oof. I need you to disclose every single transaction you have. This is a trust thing at this point. Yeah. I need you to disclose. Your bank account information to me. I need to see what you're spending money on. I need to see your credit cards, where they are, and where you're spending your money on. And we need to fix this. I said, this is, uh, well, I said I could say one of two things. I could have said, this is my money. She's not even my wife yet. She's already asking for too much. Why did she want to see my bank transactions? Mm, Ego. Ego, Mm. exactly. Pride. This is mine. What are you doing? Because I knew that I had some very, yep. very unnecessary expenditures yep. in there. I had some very stupid charges in there. Yep. Bro, I said, no, nah, this is my wife or going to be my wife. She deserves to be a part of this. Babe, here you go. She said, okay, give me 30 minutes. Go do whatever you want to do. 20 minutes later, not even though she's calling me, Johan, come over here. Why have in the course of this year, why have you spent 
please hold on to yourselves. Hold hold on. Why have you spent four hundred and twenty seven dollars on vending machines? Yo, bro, on vending machines. On vending machines. Nah, you wildin'. On a credit card. Crazy. Cause guess what? Mm, lunchtime swipe. Lunchtime swipe. And then she says, "I don't even understand why. Because you take lunch to work. You don't even work for ten hours. You work for eight hours and you get three breaks. Some snacks. And then I'm like." Yo, this is embarrassing. I got to stop. And then she said, okay, not only are you going to stop, we are merging our bank accounts. Here's why that was a bigger step, uh, a leap of faith for her than it was for me. Her bank account was fine. Mm. She had savings. Mm -hmm. She had everything taken care of. Mm -hmm. I didn't. And she said, we're merging this. Mm -hmm. So guess what? Merged. And ever since then, I don't have to ask myself. Where is this money going to come from? I don't have to ask myself how much money am I. No, she has everything under control, and so do I. You know, I'm about to say something a little crazy. Go ahead. Now that you say that, um, it was much more of a leap of faith for you. I mean, for her than it was for me, and it was for the sole. It's for the sole reason that many of us don't realize that sometimes when we're the ones that are in the bad, in the dark, sometimes the person that's in the light coming into the dark is there at their own risk as well. Because we don't know, we don't know what can stick to that to that person while they're in there trying to quote unquote fix us. It's kind of like when you get a, a venom snake bite on your leg and somebody has to come in and, and suck the venom out of you. If that person even swallows a little bit of that venom in the process of trying to save you, that's it. It's wraps. It's wraps. And that's true. My my whole thing is the fact that she saw a problem. She was willing to fix it. What is my willingness to get it fixed? Exactly. So, um, with you, I think what you're doing... I recognize that I, I did have a problem. And I did also recognize that it was a problem in my marriage as well. So, that's that's why I kind of, you know, seeked out. Because at the end of the day, sometimes it's also good to seek out help from outside within the home. Of course. Because then there's no, you know, it'll, it's accountability. You know, my mom's, knowing my mom, she's not going to be like, no, here, I'll let you just loan, basically, I'll lend you your own money. Nah. She's going to be like, no, you're not touching this. Nah. This is this is a lockdown. That's exactly. what's going on here. And sometimes that's necessary to just kind of go cold turkey on certain things. Yeah, man. Listen, growth is something that sometimes has to happen in a not-so-fun way. In uncomfortable situations. Yeah. You know, comfortable situations. There you go. You know what it is? Uh, that whole merging bank accounts thing, nobody in that situation was comfortable. Mm-hmm. Nobody. I wasn't necessarily comfortable with a, with somebody seeing all of my transactions whenever they wanted to. I wasn't comfortable with somebody being able to hold me accountable because that was the purpose of merging. Like, I'm going to hold you accountable. I don't want to see... 17 swipes in a vending machine. Mm-hmm. And to her to her credit, nobody should be spending 400 yeah, something dollars on a vending machine. You're bugging. You know, I was bugging. I was tripping very badly. But then she was uncomfortable because she's like, "All right, this is a social experiment that I'm doing with the man that I'm going to marry." Mm-hmm. I have no idea if this is going to backfire on me. I have no idea if he's going to start spending for my money. I have no idea if he's going to start, you know, Hiding money. Hiding. Just so I don't. Just so you don't get in trouble. Yeah. And by the way, don't we know when y'all do the the cash back? Yeah, y'all go make a purchase. That's supposed to be five dollars. You get five dollars cash back. 
so it was ten dollars, but you got five dollars in. We know that. <laughs> we we know we're not dumb. Just just so you know, not that, not saying that Carmen does that, but I'm saying it's easy to hide money if you really wanted to. Yeah. But then again, a bad spender isn't gonna hide money. He's gonna spend it right away. Yeah. Can't can't have two bucks in his pocket. That was me. That was me. I couldn't have a single dollar in my pocket. I wanted to spend it. It was just a bad thing. But how are you working on that right now with your mom? And what else are you doing? Uh, that's really it. That's what has been keeping me. And I mean, it has been working. You know, I actually did just get my son back. I guess you could say. Yeah. So you know, I have it there in my account, but I'm planning on not touching it really. Well, man, I hope, I hope, because this was torture. I know it was having to give all that money. Yeah, yeah. I'm still giving it. Though. I that's know, yeah, thing. because you got the money, but yeah, now you got to keep still paying giving it. it. Yeah. I hope you I hope you learned. <laughs> no, yeah. But um let's go on to my last insecurity, which I still currently have, and then we're gonna go ahead and read a question. The yes, most sir. out of pocket. Oh my god. Yeah, wait till y'all hear this one. Jeez. All right. My weight. I'm insecure about my weight. Because mm-hmm. it is not becoming of any man to be overweight. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? That affects a lot of areas in your life. But also a short man being overweight is no is is no better either. This man got both of the Yeah, I got I got like choose a struggle, bro. Yeah. That, that's that's where I am right now. But um it's it's something the reason I'm insecure about that is because for the majority of my life I wasn't like this. Mm-hmm. This is very recent. Very recent. You could say a few years back. about 7 years. Not, not, not even, not even five years, five years ago. Yeah. But that's when I started to catch on like, oh, yeah, yeah. But then I'm like, wait, <laughs> where's my metabolism? What's going on? Decimated. You're an adult now, bud. Exactly. No, no, no. But here's the thing. That's not an excuse. No, but I mean, you're the metabolism thing. That's it, what I it mean. It slows down a little yeah. bit, but that's because we want it to slow down. Because mm-hmm. if we were to actively uh, spike our metabolism, like eat 30 minutes after you wake up, uh, no more than 30 minutes after you wake up, mm-hmm. intermittent fasting. Going to the gym, whether or not you're fit. Drink water. Drink hella water. Listen. That's so essential. I, for, I want to say four months now, I've only been drinking water and occasionally coffee. I have felt the difference. I do, I do feel the difference. And now that I've been going to the gym for two months, nonstop. Congratulations. Thanks to you, because the first, the, the first week. I wasn't going to make it. Hell. This man said, nah, we're going to the gym. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. He FaceTimed me. He called me. I'm like, oh, my God. And then, you know, here we are. I'm enjoying the gym now. I'm at the point where I enjoy going to the gym. Good. So it's a little bit, you know, I'm a little bit insecure about that because, you know, here I am. And, you know, it sucks because, you know, we talk about double standards. And I don't know when they were going to talk about it more in depth. Yeah. But it's crazy how that doesn't apply to men, the whole um body positivity thing and to a certain point i'm glad it does not yeah let me tell you why i do not want anyone to tell me you look beautiful yeah because i know damn well i don't Mm -hmm. i know damn well that this is not healthy this Mm -hmm. is not this is not gonna go no listen yesterday i was like man i can't even do a push-up and then i did three and then you hyped me up like yo you can do this bro nah tell the story all right so Cause we, cause as men, we need to, we need to, we need to celebrate the little, the the little, the little rewards that we get out of life, even though they're not as big, but they're definitely steps forward in the right direction. Exactly. We can't minimalize, minimalize, minimalize 
our, you know, our progress. So I could not do a push-up for the longest time. I had lost all of my upper body strength, right? Sitting down in an office, working all this, whatever. I didn't really work on my upper body strength. And I'm like, I can't even do a push-up. And then Oscar's like, bro, just try to do one. And then I went ahead and did like three. Bro. And this man. With ease. With (laughs) ease. I could have done more probably. Could have done more. And, And then Oscar was like. What are you talking about? Do you not see what you're doing, bro? You're making it happen. You're and, and and you know this is progress. Progress. Two months in the gym, I could do push-ups. And by the way, did you know that if you can do ten push-ups a day, you're ninety percent less likely to die from a cardio, uh, cardio-related disease? I did not know that. Or from heart disease? I didn't know. This that. this these are not things that are told to us. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I am terrified. I can't do a push-up. And then I went ahead and did three. I could have possibly done five. And I'm like, I'm celebrating this. Of course. I'm celebrating this because guess what? Eventually, I'll be able to do 20. But I'm not worried about the 20. I'm thankful for the three. Exactly. So. Exactly. Although I'm insecure, you know, going to the gym, you see people ripped, fit, whatever. And I'm like, I'm not trying to get like that. I'm trying to get to how I want to be, which is whatever it is. Healthy. Healthy. Exactly. So right now, I acknowledge I am not healthy. I'm not the healthiest. But. It is irresponsible of me as a man to not pursue my health. Exactly. Yes. Obviously, obviously, there are people who really cannot do it. Mm-hmm. And that's very unfortunate. So this is not a generalized thing. However, if you are able-bodied and you can go ahead and get yourself to the gym, start watching what you eat, start making sure that you're not sabotaging years in the future because that's what I'm thinking about as well. I don't want to... Spend, 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 spend now on food and then have to spend, spend, spend later in hospital bills. And pills and medicine and everything. Because I might seem like I'm exaggerating. In my circle of family, everybody takes pills. Everybody. Mm. There's not one person that doesn't have high blood pressure. Most of them, diabetic. A lot of them have had heart attacks, strokes. You name it. It's there. And I'm like, that is right there in my gene pool. I do not want to participate in that. So... You know, I'm learning to give myself grace, like uh, Adorable said right here. Giving myself a little bit of grace, being a little bit more uh, intentional about what I'm doing, what I'm eating. I still look at myself in the mirror, and I'm like, I don't like my body. Mm -hmm. It might be an insecurity, but it is definitely beneficial to me because that's motivating me to get out of this body. And it happens because even, trust me, nobody has more body dysmorphia than, than gym rats, than people in the gym. Yeah. That's very true. So, and and again, you know, a good thing to take out of this is again celebrate your 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 small victories. Exactly, they matter. I like it. <laughs> this is gonna sound really uh, odd, but sometimes my wife she comes up and she like rubs my stomach. She's like, "Yeah, we're getting rid of this." <laughs> she, but it's it's it, it sounds like like uh, it's not like somebody saying oh you you're it, fat and you gotta lose exactly that. she's like we got this yeah like we're getting rid of this yeah. and the fact that she is uh going with me to the gym I have not gone to the gym a single time without her she's putting in the work as well yeah they be they be in there like I'm telling you this man Oscar the one that you're listening to right now he's helped me a lot a lot uh, <clears throat> Crystal asked when's the last time you got your blood work to see what's going on there. You know what? That's a very good idea. It's like we were talking about the other day, nutritionists getting mm-hmm. getting uh, some really, some science-backed 
information as to what's going on. Because it could be, you know, thyroids are a thing. Sleep apnea is a thing. Yeah. Uh, generational genes. Th- well, not generational genes, but, you know. There's th- more to it things than Things that can be passed. It's not just, just, oh, you eat a lot. Yeah. Or it's not It's not just, oh, you lift weight, so you're going to lose this. Like, they ha- it comes with... It comes with more complex things that have to do with health and science and wellness and all precisely, that. Precisely. So right now, I'm just leaning on, I got to drink a lot of water. Which is already a big step because, honestly, for anybody who's trying to lose weight, water alone will do that for you. I drink, is it 90 ounces of water a day? A little bit more. I drink my whole thing. I, yesterday, I drank it twice. The whole thing? The whole thing, twice. It was 97 degrees in New Jersey. Bro, that's more than me. Really? And I had to drink that. But, uh, you know, vitamins are important. This is not a nutrition podcast, by the way. And we're just telling you what we're doing. Uh, supplements are important. Potassium, magnesium, yeah. all these things are important. But the thing is, I'm trying to spike my metabolism because as soon as that happens, we're good. And it's not a fitness podcast, but health is wealth in a lot of sense and in all the senses. So, you know, if you feel good, you're going to everything else works cohes- cohesively. So if your body feels good, trust me, the gym is a very good place to just unwind, get your mental health right. You don't even got to go for the fact of, oh, I want to get big. You can just right. go to either get away or just relaxing, another hobby to pick up. You know what? I'm at that point. When I'm in the gym, it, it like sometimes it sucks. Yeah. But it's relaxing. It's like, all right, everybody's here doing their doing their thing, minding their business. So it's a really good community. I go to a, you know one of the more expensive gyms in town just because that's where i'm like i did that on purpose i said i'm going to pay this money because i am not going to not go to the gym i'm not going to pay this amount of money and not come to the gym and i wouldn't have trained you if you got on planet fitness because i am a planet fitness hater for all those in the comment section see there goes the planet fitness endorsement bro there, there goes the, the sponsorship. That's all right, because I'm not fake. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna put a product that I don't like. Listen, I am going to, um, say this. I paid. This is to my embarrassment. I just want you to know that this is to my embarrassment. I paid for nearly a year of Planet Fitness without going, and I went twice. Nearly a year for that for that membership. I went twice. I paid for this one, and I said, nah, this is a bill. We're going to the gym. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's definitely something that I want to start doing with more ease eventually. Uh, Crystal said she started drinking mineral drops, trace mineral mineral drops, and, uh, you know, we got to get that going. So let's read the question. Let's read the question. Johan, I need advice. My husband recently confessed to me that he misses having sleepovers with his longtime friend, who happens to be a woman. He then proceeded to say how unfortunate it is that society made it taboo for married men to seek friendships with other women. I'm very open-minded about friendships and marriages. She has been his friend since way before I met him. They hang out, go out to eat, text all the time, but I think this confession was a step too far. Please help. Excuse me. That was a wild one. That man is cheating on you. Yeah, hundred percent. Like before we even started the podcast, um, there is it's a fact that honestly, if a man is gonna have a female friend, 
nine times out of ten, she's not going to be ugly. She is not going to be unattractive. She will most likely have some type of attraction to her. Otherwise, he wouldn't have wanted to be her friend in the first place. So if this man is sleeping over or was sleeping over, he found some type of attraction to her. And if they were sleeping in the same bed, well, you know, the cookie crumbles. My question is, what type of... What type of dynamic is going on? What type of man goes to his wife, looks her dead in the eye and says, yeah, I, I miss sleeping with other women. Oh, I didn't mean it like that. It's a sleepover, you idiot. We're just friends. Bro, I'm going back to this whole thing. Bro, men piss me off sometimes. Men are simple creatures. That man just told you to your face that he's in love with her. He just told you to his face that he's in love with his best friend. And that you were the one that got in the way. Not the one that got away. You're the one that got in the way. That's kind of gaslighting if you if you think about it. Because it's like, he, he wants you to feel bad for him because, oh, I miss sleeping over like i'm sad about it i miss it so because i'm sad you have to give me leeway and allow me to go because you care about me right and i'm sad exactly but here's the thing here's the thing i do not blame her for this man saying this because he felt how he felt i blame her for putting up with it though what do you mean that they go out to eat all the time what do you mean they text and and, and call each other all the time what do you mean that they do all these things when you're not around where are you when this is happening no you gotta blame him too because he's an idiot He's an idiot, but don't put up with that. No. Is what I'm saying. No. So. And, 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 and I have, a you know, like I said, one time we talked about it. Don't try to be cool to the norms of society because that's just what society is asking for now. Yes. Oh, now we got to accept all these things because, oh, we got to be open minded. And if now we're going to be looked at people that are closed minded and et cetera. We want to be too cool sometimes. We want to be too accepting and all that. And. Honestly, my honest, because I don't want to go too deep into this, please pack your bags or pack his bags and get out. Because at the end of the day, you're putting yourself through a very, very toxic relationship. And I'm sure a lot of you by now have all have all seen the news of the whole Adam 22 and the whole thing going on with his wife and that is it a perfect example of just trying to be too cool for society. That man is not okay with that. Yeah, don't be Adam. That man is not okay with that. But because society's like, oh, has already seen him as this is a very open couple who constantly have threesomes and you know are practically porn stars at this point, it is okay. Y'all are gonna cause this man to to get, go into a psychiatric ward. A ward. Y'all gonna cause this man to hurt himself. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. But um, but yeah, man, this is crazy out here. <laughs> it's crazy out here keep me inside please yeah I- i'm gonna stay inside so that was all for this episode of staying comfortable this is johan your boy oh y'all take it easy now